Hey, y'all. Welcome to Co-Parenting Past Chaos, a podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered insight on marriage, divorce, the crazy adventures of co-parenting, and so much more with your hosts, April and Lauren. Not only are we best friends, we are also the wife and former wife of the same man. Join us each week as we take you on a journey inside our wild and chaotic lives and show you how we were able to forge and maintain a positive co-parenting relationship while collectively parenting a lot of kids with a few husbands. We're definitely not professionals and we'll probably get you into more trouble than you bargained for but what we do have is a sense of humor street smarts and a few decades of experience under our wife mom and divorcee bill this ain't your mama's podcast welcome to episode 146 of past chaos hello jennifer oh yes the secret <laughs> the cat's out of the bag our listeners were shocked to hear your government name and i'm sure we have said that before I thought we had. Apparently not. Yeah. For those of you that are just finding out, my first name is Jennifer. It's her alias. <laughs> it is. It's my alter ego, actually. And if I have too much red wine, it's Hennifer. Well, I like her. I love drunk Hennifer. I don't. I do. Because <laughs> sober Lauren regrets it the next day. <laughs> but you are in love when you're drunk. I am. I'm a happy drunk. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. always tell me how much you love me. It makes me so happy. I do. I do. Do you I want a glass of wine? <laughs> do you want two glasses of wine? <laughs> Give me the whole bottle and I'm going to fall madly in love with you. Yes. All dreams come true. <gasps> I wanted to point out something. Our roles have reversed lately. They have. It's a little scary because. Not sure. I, like it. I don't know that I do either. You've been so positive, like this little happy go lucky unicorn on a rainbow. And I've been negative. Yeah, it's we <laughs> joked about it earlier. It's funny to watch. I'm like watching myself, my old self through April. And I'm like, oh, is this what you put up with? I'm so sorry. <laughs> this morning you said, oh, no, is this what you've had to deal with? Yes, bitch, it is. So welcome to my world. So it's fair then. It's my turn. Here you go. But you know what I've noticed about you as well? There's been like some type of glow about you lately. Mm. That I've never seen. I'm feeling glowy. I really, really adore it. And I think it's your happiness. Your inner happiness is exuding, you know? I hope so, because I'm definitely, I'm in a happy place right now. I think this is the definition of true friendship, because I'm going to call myself out really quick. But any other time, normally when I'm miserable and I see a happy person... I loathe them and I'm so mad and angry. But with you, I'm so happy because I think I've prayed for it so hard for so long. Mm-hmm. To s- I wanted to be able to witness you yeah. being so happy and now seeing it come to fruition. We've always done that with each other. I think, though, mm-hmm. just tried to be uplifting. Even in times where like I was miserable and I saw you happy, I was like, I'm so happy that some at least someone is happy in this dynamic. And I love that for her because... There is nothing more incredible to me than watching someone else enjoy life. Like just who they are. Yes. And to be able to cheer them on. I love that. You get to be in it with me. I mean, that's like the coolest part. We get front row seats to each other's highs and lows. Like, I feel like that's such an honor. Well, I don't love watching your lows, but I really love watching your highs. I don't love watching your lows, but I love being there for you. I love that you are there for me. You're my best friend. Girl, <laughs> you're my best friend. You're a real baby. Sometimes I feel like the word or the words best friend don't even like fully Mm-mm. describe 
It's like nope. not enough. It's not. We need to find another word. We're going to have to. We'll Life lovers. Something. You really are my soulmate. You are. What yeah. do they call those? Not dream catchers. You say it all the time. Twin flames. Yes. Yeah. That. I think we probably are. Yeah. Twin flames are a good and bad thing, which oh, I think is evident in our relationship well, over yeah. the years. Over the years. <laughs> um, so update. We're still going to the gym. We are. So see, guys, Lauren can commit to something. I <laughs> literally just had this conversation with someone because I felt bad that I'm always going to bed at like 9 p.m. every night. I was like, God, I must be so boring. No wonder nobody wants to date me. But then I said, you know what? This is the first time for four consistent months I have held a routine and not given up. Mm-hmm. Feels I mean, good. It, I'm so proud of myself. Now I'm addicted and I'm like, oh, I don't want to change my routine. If anything takes my routine away, I'm like, nope, nope, can't do that. Yeah. But, you know, I do miss the occasional glass of wine throughout the week, but I can't do that waking up at 4 a.m. I don't I couldn't even tell you the last time that we shared a glass of wine together. Like, honestly, don't know. Don't remember it. All right. I want to discuss something with you. Unless you've lived under a rock, you know who the Kardashians are, obviously. So Courtney, who's got three children with her former, I guess, boyfriend is what he would be called. Mm -hmm. And they were together forever, but never tied the knot. She's actually, she's the oldest child. She's two years older than me. Okay. And they have now a new reality Kardashian show. And Lauren and I have been watching it. So we're not completely caught up on the show. But what we've watched so far is Courtney and her boyfriend, Travis, are doing in vitro. So they're trying to have a baby. On the most recent episode, we've watched they got engaged. Super sweet. It was beautiful. So romantic. It almost made you want to vomit. It did. It almost made me want to change my mind about marriage for a second. I know. Bitch. I know. Just a second. I, I'm still not there all the way. Well, if you don't love love, her relationship will make you sick because the romance and the connection between the two of them. It's, it's adorable. Yeah. It's precious. It's intense. What really fascinates me is what's taken me 20 years to do. She's done in three weeks. But she's waited that long, too. She's got married three times to the same man (laughs) in a matter of a few weeks. And I've been married three times. And it's taken me to the wrong, well, men, though. Okay, you have a point. See, she waited. Maybe I need to take a note out of Courtney's book. We probably all should. Yeah, she seems like she got it figured out. Patience. Yeah, that is not my strong Well, and I don't think it's just patience. I think she truly... And I could be wrong, but I think she came to peace with just being a single mom, co-parenting, just living her life for her and her kids. I don't think she was actively seeking necessarily to fall in love and get married. It just happened. You know what they say. It happens when you least expect it. Can confirm. (laughs) I'm pointing at you right now. It's been a gloomy week this week, but the weather's supposed to get better just in time for the weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. By the time this episode's released, it'll be Memorial Day. So have a safe and happy Memorial Day. What are your plans for the weekend? Um, well, my plans, they're changing. They're evolving, you know. They're ever changing. Yep. You got to be flexible, right? Um, I don't know if the weather's really nice. Might take the boat out um, with some friends and some of these kids. Some, not all, preferably. <laughs> but Monday, I really just don't want to do much of anything. I want to enjoy that day. I am unfortunately may have to actually go to work, but... I'd like to not. If I don't have to, I don't want to. How about not? I guess we'll see. Well, last weekend, Tanner had his final tournament for the season with his regular club team. But this weekend's his first tournament with his premier club team. 
So I'm going to be in Virginia, close to D.C. She's literally leaving me, and I'm not happy about we it. We don't like to be apart. <laughs> I really hate it because it's not like we it's like my weekends. By the time I get here, I hit a wall. And the only thing I want to do is spend it with like my best friend mm-hmm. and eat junk food and watch TV or get wine drunk one night because I can't do two in a row. Yeah, just one. But now, like, I don't even have that option. Those are my favorite nights or days. Like when we sit in our pajamas all day. Yes. And lay on the couch and scroll our phones. Because it's so rare. We get like one a month, maybe. Maybe. If, if we're, we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky. Maybe. But I love those days. They're so amazing. I hope I have a better weekend this weekend than I did last weekend. Cause oh, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. it was rough. I'm going to, again, call myself out or throw myself under the bus as a mom. But I think that's important. And we do it. We, Heck yeah. We tell the good, the bad, the ugly, the rough, all of it. Yeah. So Tanner's been a little, I mean, he's a teenage boy, which is new to me because I've only yes. raised teenage girls. So this is, we're learning this together, which is great. You're winging it together. Yeah. But he's become quite mouthy on the soccer field. And I look and I'm like, you know, the apple doesn't fall far. Nope. Because his mama got a little mouth. And his daddy got a little daddy mouth. got a big mouth. <laughs> but last weekend, I reached my limit because, and this is where I'm angry at myself, I let another parent get in my head a little. And the, and the parent didn't do or say anything out of line to me. But they just pointed out that, you know, they were a little displeased with Tanner's behavior on the soccer field. And what he did was Tanner is good. Would you say? Oh yeah. He's like a pretty great soccer player. Very good. Well, when you're good, you get targeted sometimes and he gets upset. So he mouths off. And when he doesn't get the call that he wanted by the refs, he will talk back, which is not okay. He got yelled at in the first game. So the second game comes around and I told him before the game started, do not run your mouth. Keep your mouth closed. Well, he ran his mouth and I, in the middle of the game, threatened to pull him off the field. And he looks right at me and says, do it then. Well, don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) Here I come. Let's camera action. So I had taken Jack with me that weekend and I threw, I was on the phone with Roy FaceTiming him, letting him watch the game. I threw my phone down. I was packing up my chair and Jack's Bless his heart. I felt so bad because <laughs> he's like, mom, please don't do this today. You're really embarrassing me. I'm like, knock it off, Jack. This has to happen. I'm going to march across this field and tell the coach my son is coming home with me because he has a bad attitude. But I calmed myself down. And luckily, one of our good friends was there and she came over to me and just gave me some kind of mom reinforcement and words yeah. of wisdom. So I didn't pull him off the field, but I did and not a tattletale way, but I did contact his coach afterwards. And I just explained to him that I'd reached my limit and this is what I'm going to do tomorrow if his attitude doesn't improve. And he said that he would speak to him. So I noticed that before the game on Sunday, he did speak to Tanner and then he wanted to speak to me afterwards. And what he said really did something to me because it put things in a different perspective. First of all, he said, I explained to Tanner first and foremost that you, his mother, are the most important person in his life. And I really appreciated that because I think a lot of times kids just don't understand how much parents do for them. Right. 
They need a little bit of reinforcement. Yes. So to hear someone that Tanner does look up to reinforce that or reiterate that to him, it really made me feel good. Also, he let me know, he validated my feelings and said he understood my concern. However, he didn't want to stifle Tanner's passion for soccer and that sometimes the reason he gets so angry is because he really loves the game and he truly cares about his team. That is part of the reason that Tanner can be frustrated. But we both agreed that it's not a reason for him to be disrespectful. So that's where we draw the line. It's nice to hear from somebody else that your kids are good. I think it's important to get a bird's eye view perspective of parenting and motherhood. We need it. It gives you a positive affirmation to, to move forward in certain ways. And then almost like a constructive criticism where you can critique and kind of adjust and navigate in another way. Otherwise, we're, we're all out here like floating upstream without a paddle. I mean, nobody gives you instructions for these little people. No one. So you're just kind of doing the best you can. And I think having people from the outside, you know, really validate certain things or give you constructive criticism along the way can help. I think it's a good thing. Because you don't know if you're doing the right things. So to hear somebody else say that, hey, Tanner's a fine young man and he's never given me any issues and he's always very helpful. He's a leader. He's a team player and he's extremely coachable. Well, that says, hey, April, you're not doing too bad of a job. You're raising an okay kid. And it says a lot about my son that even though he may be a turd to me, at least he's respectful to others. Yeah. And I I heard a long time ago, someone, I think it was actually like a psychologist made this statement that when children behave for other people and are unruly or like kind of wild at home, it usually means that they feel safest in their homes. They're able to be every version of themselves. Now, do I hate it? Yes. But I also appreciate the fact that I know my kids are being respectful human beings out in the world and they're being them true, their true selves with me. I mean, that makes me feel good that I'm providing a safe place for them. It does make you feel good as a mom that your kids are comfortable enough to be asses to you, as bad as that sounds, because they know that your love is unconditional no matter what. Well, and I don't just like with anything, I don't want my kids hiding anything from me or being secretive or manipulative. And if they're just assholes right out, I mean, that's pretty black and white. At least they're giving it all to me. And I'm not sitting there like, okay, you know, is my kid really doing this behind my back? Like I was that child who very much acted a certain way around my parents. And then I was a rebel on the outside and my parents had no idea. I had them fooled. Well, probably not, but you know, I, I tried. I tried. I'd rather my kids just give it to me straight. I tell them all the time, just be honest with me. I'm honest with you. I'm very, very forward with my kids. I talk to them like they're adults Mm -hmm. and I expect the same in return. Like if I'm not lying to you, you have no reason to lie to me. No, that's true. I love that. I think we beat ourselves up as parents. And in this instance with Tanner, I was beating myself up thinking that not only are people looking down on me for my parenting, because your children are a reflection of you, right? That's what they say. But I assume that everybody thought Tanner was some juvenile delinquent. I so dislike that concept of your children are a reflection of you. Yes, our kids have some tendencies and they pick up habits of us and genetics of us. I get it. But like my overall parenting should not be all that's seen with my child's attitude. Yeah, he's having a bad day. The reality is our children are their own people. We're just kind of like guiding them slowly. I'm not stifling my kids. I'm not going to do that because that's going to just cause more damage in the long run. Mm -mm. I'm simply, I put the guidelines up. 
And it's their choice. You have to give, I'm a firm believer that you have to give kids a choice or teach them what choices are. And that goes hand in hand with teaching what consequences are. Here's your choices. Here's your consequences. There you go. I mean, that's what life is. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's unique in their own way. And parenting is no different. That's why I love to see different perspectives. And when I had a conversation with Tanner about his behavior, I mentioned you and something that I learned from you is children are different. You can't parent each child the same way. You have to figure out what works for that particular child. Nobody has perfect kids. I have in the past placed a lot of probably unnecessary stress on my kids because I worried and I wanted them to worry about how people perceived them. And that's not okay. I don't want them to worry about what anybody else thinks. I want them to find happiness within themselves and feel good about themselves. Eating healthy and nutritious food on the go can be a challenge, but that's it. Fruit bars have been a lifesaver. It can feel like some energy and snack bars are just too complex and confusing. Their ingredients list can be a mile long or they have a weird artificial taste. That's it. Fruit bars are the opposite of that. They're made from just one ingredient and that's 100% real fruit. Take their apple and banana bar, for example. This is a bar that contains one whole apple and one whole banana. By eating this bar, you get the same nutritional benefits you would get if you were eating those two fruits separately. And that's both vitamin and nutrient content. These bars pack a quick hit of natural sugars and carbs, so it's a great snack to have pre or mid-workout. Not to mention the texture of the bar itself is great. It's almost like fruit leather, but way softer and easier to chew. That's it. Fruit bars are a great choice for athletes or busy moms on the move. They can easily be thrown into a gym bag, suitcase, backpack, lunch bag, purse, you name it. If you're looking for a convenient and clean snack on the go, that's it. Fruit bars are for you. I'll let you in on a little secret. These are a staple in my house. They're my absolute favorite go-to snack and I eat them every single day. That's It is giving our listeners a special discount. So head on over to thatsitfruit.com slash chaos and use the code chaos, C-H-A-O-S, to get 20% off your order. A big thanks to That's It for sponsoring this episode of Past Chaos. I'll give you my scenario of my parenting. I am what you call a free range parent. Probably. I don't know. Not really. I mean, I, I do have rules and, and boundaries. And the best piece of parenting advice my mom gave me was whatever you choose to do, just remain consistent. Mm-hmm. That's it. So my rules might be more lax, but my consequences or my punishments are consistent. Like I am a consistent parent. Well, Jagger is they're all difficult in their own ways. But I would say he's my most challenging because he genuinely does not care. Like he just doesn't care about anything. So you can punish him all day long. You can do whatever. The kid's not going to care. Well, we were supposed to go out on the boat and he pitched a huge fit because he didn't want to ride in a certain car. And I don't know why this was a big deal and why that bothered him. He was having a moment and he pitched a fit, ran away, And his brother went to go get him. Well, when his brother and the neighbor went to go fetch Jagger, Jagger called them a mother trucker. He used the actual word, though. A mother trucker and a bitch. So I am very calm. I've never yelled at my kids for cussing. I don't do a whole lot. But when they cuss using a name and it's out of aggression, now we've crossed a line. Now you're going to learn a new consequence. And his new consequence was, well, you're going to go home. You're not going on the boat with us. And I was cool, calm and collected the entire time. And Jagger lost his ever love in mind. I let him have his moment. 
he yelled, you know, no one fucking loves me. And I yelled back, I fucking love you. (laughs) And that was that. And I just said, you know, I'm doing this because I love you. Sorry, you're going to be sitting at home today and uh, I'm going to go enjoy myself on the boat. That's exactly what I did. And by the time I got back, he had calmed down. He apologized. He reflected on everything. And I said, all right. I mean, you realize that like my consequence for you was that you weren't going to go on the boat. Your consequence elsewhere, though, is your actions of what other people now think of you because of how you acted. Now, we had our neighbors watching this. My best friend Heather was watching this and she's probably sitting there thinking, oh, my God, I would have smacked my kid if he said something like that. And, you know, I probably should have. But I know Jagger and I know what's going to get him and what's not going to get him. And by me staying super calm and just giving him a consequence and not I don't need to have a conversation. I'm not going to get on a soapbox and I'm definitely not going to negotiate with you. This is what it is. It works. Now, every other kid that I have, it's it would have been like Jackson would have been a 45 minute negotiation. But Jagger's pretty cut and dry. That's the problem. You've got to figure out what it is that gets them. Yes. And because Tanner really has been such a good kid, I've never had to reprimand him. He has never been spanked. Nothing. Because he just does what he's supposed to. But they hit these teenage years and all bets are off. Hormones. And that worries me about Jagger. He's only nine. Right. What do I have to look forward to in five? It is not good. Oh, God, I'm nervous. Not good. But the good thing is you've been consistent. Mm-hmm. with this is your consequence and, and you stick with it, which for me, I'd have been like, oh, no, we're going to go out and have fun and he's not going to get to. And I feel so bad. Can't we just do See, something I else? don't. And you don't. And that's good. I do not. I stay with it. It's the one thing that I know I have control over. And I absolutely loathe arguing with a small miniature person that I made. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. I don't it. negotiate with terrorists. No, I do not do it. So... We're not negotiating. We're not arguing. This is how it is. Peace be with you. Here's what I think. Once your kids reach adulthood, you've done all you can do and you just try to do your best. I don't doubt my parenting skills because I've raised two adults and they're pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. They have kids of their own. If my adult child is an ass, that's on them. That's on them. I mean, and at some point, even in your children, you have to just look at it and, and explain that to them. This is on you now. I'm not taking ownership of your Mm -hmm. attitude. They're not a reflection of me. Nope. I did not make that choice. This is not the choice I would have made if I was in that scenario. That is on you. And I tell the boys a lot of times, I, I tell them, I remind them, someday your actions will have consequences that mom can't save you from. I can't go down to the juvenile detention hall and just snatch you out. You will have to stay there and deal with the consequences of your actions. So you might want to think about that when you're pushing the envelope a little bit. And you're just having to deal with mom's consequences because someday you're going to have consequences that mom can't save you from. That's right. And I remind Jackson, I say, you have, I have six years left with you, six. And then you belong to your yourself. Like I'm done technically. So whatever choice you make there, you don't get to blame me. You don't get to have a fallout. You don't have to get, you, you don't get that option anymore. So really take that into consideration when you're picking and choosing your battles now. I think that's something that you and I have always agreed on. We've explained to the kids, hey, there's going to come a point when we can't get you out of trouble. When the law gets involved, that's on you. And we're not going to come to the rescue. And we let them learn for themselves. And I think that's very good. I think it is, too. That's one thing I did pick up and I changed from my I think my mom protected us from a lot of things just because of her own like fear of 
parenting and she parented a lot out of fear. That's not something I wanted. I wanted to let my kids experience things so that they knew when they went into the real world, they kind of were going to at least enter the world with some experience under their belt, right? It's like graduating from college and having no experience. How are you going to get a job? Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to graduate them from childhood and have a little bit of experience under their belt so they're not shocked by things of the world, hopefully. Is it bad that we threaten them with oh, I threaten the law. to jail? I will, it's the reality. Because it will happen if they don't. A lot of the things that they do are like signs that will eventually, that will lead you to that down that road. So yes, I do. It's not a threat. It's an actual like. Here, this is going to be the consequence someday if you do this as an adult. Mm-hmm. This will happen. If you to put you. your hands on another human as an adult, you go to jail. It's You're going to be arrested, yeah. right? So just learn as a child. This isn't how we handle our disagreements, right? Simple, simple parenting. You're welcome. We <laughs> taught you how to all your parenting tips yeah, today. There you go. We get asked this question a lot, so Lauren had a good idea that we should address it. Do we ever argue? Do Lauren and I... Do we always get along? Yeah, do we get along all the time or do we have disagreements? We obviously disagree on things. Yeah. Constantly. No two people agree on everything all the time. And obviously in the beginning, we did not get along. No. And there's still a lot of things that we don't agree on. And that's okay. Like, we don't fight about them. But you know what's neat? You're allowed to disagree with people yeah, and, still, and still get along. Isn't that shocking? And you don't even have to post about it on Facebook. No, you don't. <laughs> it's just, it's, a, it's, it's really mind weird concept, blowing, right? How boring life would be if every single person thought the way that I thought. Like, ew. Oh, God. I love people that are different than me. Well, it teaches me something. And, you know, sometimes it can change my mind. I love having my mind changed. Absolutely one of my favorite things. Me too. It hit me with something intellectual that can really put me in my place. I want to be a progressive person and you being are. around people that yeah. are different than me allows me to be. That's a good word. I love it. I love that. In the last few years, I think you and I've had two big, big disagreements. Yes. But you know what? There was a common denominator <laughs> in those disagreements. They weren't even about us. No, they weren't. It was something that John did that here comes April trying to diffuse a situation Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it causes you and I to have a disagreement. But this, this is where that I think the good sides of us come out, right? This is what makes our friendship work. It's because I'm an avoider of conflict, which means I won't escalate the situation, Mm -hmm. right? Like I fight or flight, I run, but you are a solver. So you chase after me. So I've already (laughs) diffused and then you come running. It's very, it works very well honestly lauren loves to be chased and i am a stalker she's a chaser <laughs> i'm gonna somebody come get her she's yeah. about to come get you yeah from time to time though we do spat i think it's a good word because yeah. it's like a you know we don't agree and we're very and now if we get passionate about it <laughs> it's us like over the over and it's not yelling at each other we're yelling our passion we do. And we find something to agree on in there, and then we yell at that. Yeah. But we're very hard-headed, the two of us. You think? We're stubborn, and we're passionate about things. We're alpha females. I think yeah. both of us are. Yeah. So when we do, like, you could come to me, and I'm trying to think without, like, giving it away, because, you know, I don't want to air all the dirty laundry. <laughs> but, like, if you come to me with something, and you say, hey, I heard this, and I immediately am like, she gets that so SOB, because I don't like, I never come to her saying it like, you're not accusatory, because mm-hmm. I already know, but I also know that if I don't remain calm, she's going to make it so much worse. I just get excited. 
excited <laughs> about things. Last week, as a matter of fact, right after we recorded our episode, we got lovers. You were in a mood. I'm not going to call you out. You can. <laughs> I was grumpy. You were a little grumpy, but I think it ended well. We had a discussion about our podcast and you weren't happy with how things were going. And I think, I don't know. I mean, maybe you need to explain. I mean, I think I just was trying to navigate communicating something to you, which we do really, really well. In fact, I would never communicate most things to anyone. It's not my thing. Mm -hmm. I don't care to do it. I'll just let it air itself out. I'm such an avoider. It's really not healthy. But with April, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, I need to communicate this. It's not going to come out right. It's going to land wrong. I know it. But I know wherever it lands, I'm, it's safe. Mm-hmm. So I know she's not going to think I'm attacking her because she knows me. She just knows I have no tact, which I don't. And I was, I was like getting, I, I was getting anxiety over our podcast and wanting it to sound a certain way. And even I want the look to be a certain way. And I didn't know how to get it across to you because I feel like this is also your baby. Mm-hmm. So then I'm critiquing your baby and I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> How do I, how do I do? But if I don't speak up, then I'll internalize it. And you're going to wonder, well, Lauren, why are you, you know, what's wrong? You'll shut then, down. Yeah. Well, and then that gives you paranoia. Mm-hmm. So really the best way to do it is just to get it out, just spit it out. And Lauren knows, I think that's with any relationship, but with our relationship, you've got to know how people respond and communication obviously is key. We communicate very well. You let me know when something's bothering you or if you don't like how something is going. And yes, normally you don't have tact, but because I know you and I know that if you're willing to confront me about it, you care. Well, and also there's very few things I ever confront you with because for the most part, you already know what they are before I even have to say them. Mm -hmm. But this was one where I was like, oh, well, because I'm not a mind reader. Neither are you. If you don't tell me something's going on or tell me that something's bothering you, how am I supposed to know? Then you're just going to sit over there and be miserable and mull over it. And you know what? That also brings me to another point. We this podcast has probably been the one thing that we have gone back and forth. This probably has been the the root of some of our fights or arguments or disagreements yes there's been times where I've stepped away I don't want to do it there's topics that she won't talk about and then it's like frustrating for me oh this is like a definitely a heated seat for us Mm -hmm. when we it is because we're both passionate about this because we both have this view of how we want it to be and in the beginning we were telling some hard stories about our personal lives and just got to know the situation because I'm married to this woman's ex-husband who she doesn't really like and I'm trying to be in love with this man that I'm married to but having to hear all these things about him that was difficult Mm -hmm. and then when I want to say something this is about her the father of her children and it's just a vicious circle we walked on such eggshells for a very long time behind the scenes and like as we were recording with the things that we were saying. So there's been a lot of tension that has always been built up around this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we started talking about off topics or changing our topics, really. And then it navigated down a whole different road, which was, well, Lauren wants to talk about these types of things. And April wants to talk about these types of things. And then it was finding our flow with that, which was whole new grounds and territory. It's been... It's been a work in progress, it has. this podcast. It's it been has. interesting. It's but evolved. It has evolved, and I love where it's headed because there are so many amazing things that are going to come. 
Yes. And I think we've helped so many people and that's always what we wanted. That's Mm -hmm. the one thing we've agreed on from day one is the reason is our why. Yep. And that'll never change. We've always had the same why. No matter what we talk about, it's always going to be. Absolutely. In order to be informative and helpful. I I don't think there's anything greater than changing, changing the narrative and using your struggles and using your story to help others. Yeah. And if it weren't for you, I don't think it would have evolved the way it has. And it's going to continue because you pull things out of me that I would never do on my own. Oh, I know. Everyone needs to stay tuned for that one. Oh, (laughs) just wait. It's my butt puckers every time I think about it. Oh, mine. I just get happy and giggly. I'm just. Oh, okay, y'all get in touch with us. We love to hear from our listeners. Send us topics that you'd like us to discuss. And if you want to learn more about us or hear all of our stories from the beginning of this chaos, check out our website pastchaos.com. If you want a more personal insight into the craziness that is our lives, follow our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You can now stream season one of You, Me, and My Ex on Discovery Plus. <laughs> Lauren. Oh, I really want to update so much more on this. I wish you would. I can't yet. Okay, to be so continued. I'm gonna, yeah, so I'm going to say Dating life is to be continued. Dating life is, in fact, to be continued. But Lauren has a guy in her DMs. I have a DM story. So that one's, that's what we're going to talk about today. So there is this person uh, who has, I guess, been following me. And I have followed this person because I knew who he was. I, in fact, went to high school with him. So I went to high school. We ran in similar friend groups. And he's never DM'd me. So this has been years probably that we've followed each other on Instagram because, I mean, for God's sakes, high school, which was like 20 years ago. He recently reached out and DM'd me and said, hey, I'm going to be in, I think, Wake Forest, which is like two hours from where we live. I would love to meet you (laughs) and take you to dinner. And in my head, I'm thinking, I don't think he knows we went to high school together. I think he thinks I'm a stranger on the internet that has a TV show or something. And he is genuinely reaching out, DMing me to meet, to meet me, to meet you. Cause he hasn't, you have in fact met me kind sir. I'm pretty sure I remember a party that we were at together at an abandoned house when I was like 17, maybe I was 18. So yeah, um, we've met, we went to high school together And a part of me really wants to say yes to this just so that I can sit down across from him and be like, oh, so where did you go to high school? (laughs) (laughs) I want to just be there to see the look on his face when you say, "Um, hey, dumbass, we actually know each other. I went to high school. I think I'm like 90% sure, 99% sure, honestly, that we graduated the same year even. So we were like in the same graduating class. This is just, okay, there's no way that that would happen in my high school because there were literally 92 graduates. We all know everybody. We had a big graduating class, but yeah. And I'm surprised like he hasn't seen all the mutual friends. Maybe he has and just thinks I'm some girl that lived in Dallas that knew all these people. But no, we went to legit the same high school. Bless his heart. Pretty sure we had a class together. Don't you just love when somebody reaches out to you? I love it, especially when it's somebody that wouldn't give you the time of day. Let me just tell you, (laughs) we'll extend it even one further. Because yes, yeah, that would have been the type of person that didn't give me a glance back in high school. And now, all those tables, they keep turning. Because yeah, um, I'm not sure the years... 
the years were the same for us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be the first to admit I was pitiful in high school. I, I peaked too. much later in life. Okay? Yeah. I, I don't even too. know that I've still, that I've yet peaked, but I, I've definitely peaked more than I did in high school. When I see a guy, and I have had a guy reach out to me that I went to high school with, and I don't know if this is funny or is disturbing, but he made up this story about his girlfriend. She wanted to get a boob job. So he needed to see mine <gasps> in order. And I'm like, are you? I said, honey, there's Google and all the plastic surgery clinics. You can find somebody's wow. titties. You're about to see these. What an interesting DM slide. But you know, you didn't want to date me in high school, but now you want to see my boobies. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> it's a no for me. <laughs> That's all the time we have for tonight. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us. If you'd like to find out more about the Kirks and our big blended family, visit our website at pastchaos.com. Make sure you don't miss out on any of this train wreck and chaos by hitting the subscribe button. If you really want to get personal, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to tune in every Sunday when we release new episodes. We would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to and review our podcast. And just so y'all know, we love Jesus, but we cuss a little.